Amen. Praise the Lord. Let's go to the Word this morning. Let's go. Here we go. Got us about 30 minutes. I know it seems like you've been here all week, doesn't it, guys? Y'all been like, man, y'all took us to church and this long. You'll be fine. Hey, son, if you go to sleep on me, guess what? I'm going to have her pop you in the head. Hey, can I ask you a question? Would you do that for me? Is that your brother? Have you ever popped him in the head before? So you're good at it. Good. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. That's the way we do it here. All right. Come on. Let's go to the Word this morning. Here we go. Message on America. You might say, have you been watching the news, Gary? You've been preaching messages on our country. I try to watch as little of the news as possible because otherwise I want to jump off the Skyway Bridge. Okay? But, no, I do this every summer because I believe in dates like Memorial Day. I believe in our freedom and independence like the 4th of July. You might say, Clark, why are you a strong American like that? Well, I grew up with nothing. A little town called Rockingham, North Carolina. Never heard about the Lord. I got saved. But it still wasn't then that I appreciated our country. It was when I really started appreciating our country was when we went to the high school and I asked them, can we come here on Sunday morning and preach the gospel at our local high school? And I still wasn't grateful for this country until week after week I would stand in that auditorium and I would have people ask me on the street, how is it that you get to preach in a public high school like that? And I was like, thank God I live in America. Amen. And I'm thankful that I live in a conservative community. Can we thank the Lord for that? If you're thankful. If you want another one, you can move. Aren't you glad? Yes or no? Aren't you glad? Yes or no? Because a lot of communities, you'd never preach the gospel in a high school. Is that correct? That's where I started becoming thankful. And then one Sunday, I just said it. Let's put our hands together at the high school. And thank God we live in America. And that's what we did. And it got in me. Amen. But I've always sort of cared, even prior to that, I cared about our history of our country and our founding and things like that. And so I started doing these series, and this is a 12th summer, I think I've, I've done them now. And so here's a message today, very timely. We always go back to the Constitution, okay? Wonder how many people who signed the Declaration of Independence had flaws and were sinners. Yes or no? Amen. Say we don't make these guys out to be saints, but they were sure a lot better than both of us, most of us in this room. You hear me, yes or no? Absolutely. And they risked their lives, their fortune, and their what? Sacred what? Honor. And here's the deal. They lost their lives. They lost their fortunes, and they lost their honor. What have we lost? Nothing. We just run our big mouth. That's what we do. So this is our country. I, I love going back, and let's talk about it. How about it? Amen. Say Let's see if they're a little brighter than we are. Here we go. In God we trust. Let's go with it, Raj. The Statue of Liberty. Well, look at that. Self-government. Can you say that with me? Self. Whoo, we ain't going to make it, guys. Let's do it again. Self-government. Now, if you're young today, you might say, I can't listen to this. You hush your mouth. I'll have her pop you right upside the head. You hear me or what? Say. What's your name, son? Who? One more time. Caleb. You know what your name Caleb means in the Bible? Here's what your name means in the Bible. 
dog. It actually means this. That's true. It actually means dogged. Can you say that with me, son? Dogged. D-O-G-G-E-D. Dogged. Yeah, that name Caleb, it means... You, you ever seen a dog, he'll get on a bone? You ever seen him? And he won't let go? Ha, 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 ha. That's you. That's your name. That's your name. It means someone who has passion. Someone who won't quit. Someone who believes in what he's doing. Someone who says, you're not taking that from me. You hear me? Dogged. Little Caleb right there. Yeah, it means somebody that's not going to sleep during the message. Here we go. Self-government. Good to have you, buddy. Come on. Self-government. A ten-year study by the University of Houston. This isn't a Christian college. Researchers examined 15,000 documents from America's founders. 15,000 documents. And they determined, say this last part with me, that 34% of their quotations came from the... So over one-third of all the quotations in most of America's documents come from what book? The what? Oh, but we're not a Christian nation. No, you believe the lie. We are a Christian nation. Nothing would even come in a close second. Okay? This is facts. At least 50 of the 55 framers of the U.S. Constitution were what? Flat out. You can't change that. It's the truth. Okay? This is our nation. The Supreme Court in 18... The Supreme Court, who had two rulings this week, by the way. The Supreme Court, after an exhaustive 10-year study, ruled of the United States... This is the Supreme Court, 1892. That this is a religious people. Say it with me. The Supreme Court. This is a what? Yeah, you, yeah Faithful, you never hear this. You never hear it. No, if you're pushing your Christian views, you're, you're a bigot. You're a racist. You're an idiot. Are you hearing me? That's not true. This is facts. This is facts. Okay? When this country was founded, the leaders of the various colonies and states were steeped in what? Biblical what? That's your country. You hear me or not? Boy, do we ever need messages like this all across America on a Sunday morning in America. You're not going to hear it in the schools. College students couldn't tell you a, a hoot about what I'm telling you right now. They have no idea. They've been brainwashed. You hear me or not say? And dads and families have just forgotten our heritage. Keep looking. i got to apologize. Something's wrong with the computer and the fonts kind of disappeared. So you have screens like this. I could care less. Okay. Do we care? I mean, I love all the beautiful work you do, but if on some days we just have plain letters, I'm okay. But you might not see some of them. Well, if I don't see some of them, then I'm ticked off. And I'm going to get Caleb on you. No, here we go. Come on. Now, this is what they knew. I see that little error, though. You're going to drive me nuts with that little thing. Oh, no! This is what they knew, and this is where they drew their ideas from. And for this country, Amen. Okay, it was only natural when our founders, it was only natural for them to turn to the Bible for what? For what? Guidance. Hey, how many have ever turned to God's Word for guidance? Let me see some hands. So, for some, okay, how about if you were starting a country? Yeah, thank you. And the British were coming to kill you. You think you might say, Lord, help me? Say, say. Wonder what God thinks. So they turned to the Bible for guidance on how to make what? How to make what? 
This is important. How to make what? Where did these laws come from? That people are breaking. Okay? And they're not just people. I've broken laws. You've broken laws. Many of us have been caught, ain't we? Some weren't. How many in this room, somewhere in this country, at some point in time, you have broken a law? No matter how simple. That's all of you. Good. Here we go. This was the standard for law, beginning with the Mayflower Compact, all the way through the constitutions of the United States. It was all, most all your laws, based on the Bible and biblical thinking. This is how we get our civil law in this country. Noah Webster, we've done whole messages on Noah Webster. He was a founding father and educator, and that's where we get our dictionary. The Webster's what? Absolutely. A mighty man of God. But look at him. Look at him. The man who wrote your dictionary. And you'll still find this dictionary, even though it's been edited and edited and edited and edited, and they tried to get God out of it. But I have an old-fashioned one next to me in my drawer. It's all beat up. Here's what Noah Webster said. The moral principles and precepts contained in the Scripture, say this with me, last part, ought to form the basis of all our civil constitution and what? Laws. All the miseries and evils which men suffer from vice, crime, ambition, injustice, oppression, slavery, and war, they proceed from their despising or neglecting the precepts contained in the what? This is what Noah Webster said. Okay, this is where we come from. So our laws come from Scripture. Biblical absolutes formed into law meant... Freedom without chaos. Sorry for the screen today. Like he said, there's some mixed up. That happens once in a blue moon around there. Hardly ever. But see, biblical absolutes mean that we can have freedom without chaos. Say that with me. Freedom without what? One more time. Freedom without what? See, we're a free country. But you see right now in our country, people are wanting a new kind of freedom. But their freedom's not based on biblical law. And so it's a freedom with what? Chaos. Would anybody disagree with me on that? Yes or no? Do you want to buy a house in an area where this kind of stuff's going on? Yes or no? Amen. You want to start a business? I believe I'll go there and start a business and sink about $2 million in it. I don't think you'd do that, would you? Yes or no? Because you don't want to have a home or a business somewhere where there's chaos. We want freedom. We want freedom to live out the American dream. Amen? And those laws must come and do come from God's Word. You will never have... And that's the thing about a believer in Christ. We live our life like hay and crazy people. And we come to Christ. And it's like, oh my gosh, I've got to change all my ways. Guess what? As you start to listen to the Lord, hide His Word in your heart, you're going to realize, oh my goodness, this is the life, a free life. Knowing the Lord, knowing that I'm forgiven, knowing that I don't have to make the same stupid decisions in my life that I've made in the past. Hello or amen, say. This is God's Word. This is what our country was founded on, these civil laws. Two big deals, two big deals. Boy, this is going to be rough on me, ain't it, Rog? The Declaration of Independence says there exist certain inalienable rights of men. These rights were given by who? 
Most nations before the United States of America had their rights controlled by whoever wielded power, like a king. But see, America's different. Our, our rights come from who? From who? And we have certain rights that are given to us from who? And our founders got that from the Word, from the Word of God. Two big deals. Because the consensus from the Bible was absolute truth. Now, look at this is awesome. This is awesome. Because the Bible was true. So over the last generation or so, the Bible's been made to be a lie. Ah, it's just a fairy tale. Our nation was founded on the Bible is true. Say that with me. Our nation was founded on the Bible is What did that mean? Here's what it meant. It meant because consensus for the Bible was absolute truth in our land. The tyranny of a few or the tyranny of a majority could be overcome by just simply one person standing up and saying, thus says the Lord. Y'all hear me or not? Yeah. Wouldn't that be nice today? Say, thus says the Lord. You don't tear down statues like this. You don't burn buildings like this. You don't take spray cans and put a match in front of it and burn down a Wendy's. I used to do that with spiders. How many ever did that? That's not good. Aerosol cans, you take the light. Son, Caleb, don't do this. You'll blow your head off. But they did stuff like that. Wouldn't it be nice somebody could stand up and say, Thus says the Lord. And spit on you and kick in your face. This is where we came from. Y'all hear me or not say, You don't believe the Bible. People probably don't like me in this town because I'm a conservative and believe the Bible. Spell my name right. Gary would too. What am I supposed to believe? What you believe? Say, amen or oh me? Come on. Good stuff. Thank God we have the Bible in America. Can you say that with me? Thank God we have the Bible. What would I do today? What would I do today? We'd get up here and sing Kumbaya and hang out and I'd tell you old funny stories from Carolina. We'd have us some sweet tea. It wouldn't be bad, but it sure wouldn't do you a whole lot of good. Amen. Our system of government's based on the rule of law. The rule of law. Our system's based on the rule of what? You don't have a government in this country if you don't have law. Did you just hear what I said? Defund the police? You're an idiot. You're a lunatic. Quote me. I know you might say, oh, no, I like that idea. Well, then you're crazy. We need help. How many ever, ever needed the help of a police officer? Let me see some hands. I need... That's almost all of you. How many it was a life or death situation you needed the help of a police officer? Let me see some hands. Is there any like that? Look at that. There's a few of you in the room. You know, yesterday a man in Inglewood, I don't know the story yet. We're driving down the road and there's a man's car and a dead body laying on the side with a sheet over it. And there's this yellow tape around it. And so I was driving slow, and later a young man saw me. He said, Pastor, I saw you earlier. He said, I found that man's body this morning. When I drove by, there were police officers, you know, doing their job. But there were police officers there tending to that body. We later found out, don't know all the facts yet, it could have most likely been a heart attack. Guy gets out of his car... Falls over. 
And who showed up? Take a wild guess. The who? And they're going to find out what happened. Okay? Might not have been any problem. But thank God somebody shows up. Amen. Say. Our laws directly descend from the Old Testament Hebrew law. That's where our laws come from. In case you think, well, a lot of guys got together. They made up this stuff. Maybe we shouldn't steal. Yeah, that's a good one, Earl. No, that's not how it happened. Came from the Old Testament and Hebrew commandments. These laws with the concept of unalienable rights given by God helped ensure a way of life that respects the dignity and value of what citizen? Every what? Every individual citizen. See, without laws, you don't get any respect. What will keep somebody from coming to Walmart and you're walking outside and you're putting your key in your car and then just take it from you, hit you in the head? That's my car. That's where your country's headed. Without law, that's where we're headed. Y'all hear me or not? No, you're crazy. You're exaggerating. I don't really think I'm exaggerating. I would never talk. I don't talk like this. I wouldn't have believed it myself. Yes or no? We need the law. It's not a political issue. It's a biblical issue. It's right and wrong. And if you're on the wrong side, then you're on the wrong side and you're wrong. Whether you want to accept that or not. If you're listening online and don't like this, you can cut me off. This is, this is our country at stake. Yes or no? I've got little kids. I've got, I have little, little girls. You understand? Little Danny and little Abby. You understand that? I, I'd like for them to be safe. You hear me or not? Wouldn't that be nice? This powerful combination of absolute laws and inalienable rights given by God is the foundation of civil government. It's the foundation of our government. The biblical laws and the concept that you have individual rights. That is the basis for America. In a nutshell, that's the basis of your country. Civil, civil laws came from the Scriptures, and also you have unalienable rights came from the Scriptures, Almighty God. Amen? That's your country. That's your country. Came from the Bible. Now, this was a bright fellow that said this, one of my favorites. A shift away from absolute laws and unalienable rights given by God tears at the fabric of our nation, and if not abated, will ultimately lead to our demise. Who said that? That good-looking fellow right there. Yeah, that right, right there. That's right. I knew it. I'm going to be famous! <laughs> That's what's going to happen to our country. I said this years ago, I guess I am a prophet. Okay? You get away from God's laws, and you get away from... The fact that we have unable rights given to us by Almighty God, you won't have a country. And we're seeing it. When's somebody going to stand up and say enough is enough? John Adams, founding father and probably a really bad man, according to other people. I still call him a, a founding father and a good man. You hear me? Here's what John Adams said. We have no government armed with power. Now listen to me. You think your government can go in and stop the rioting, the looting, the burning. If it keeps building, your government won't be able to do it. You will be forced to change. 
That's why states where their government's already gone to pot and their civil authorities have already been undermined, that's why you see anarchy now. What are they going to do? The governor of Seattle said yesterday, we need police and law enforcement, but that's up to uh, Seattle. Well, they've already decided they, they're fine. They'll give up several blocks. These are crazy people. Y'all hear me or not? And without getting too involved, here's what he said. Here's what Adam said. We don't have a government armed with enough power capable of contending with human passions unbridled by morality and religion. If you don't have the Bible and biblical laws and people knowing that other people have rights and should be respected, their property, their lives, or etc., you don't have enough government that can stop that. You hear me or not? People are saying online, why didn't somebody stop these people from tearing down the statue, beautiful statue of Francis Scott Key? The man who wrote the Star Spangled Banner. Well, because... They didn't have the, the manpower. And they were also, no, if they do anything, they're going to be undermined by their authorities. Y'all hear me or not say, am I being too ugly today? Here's what he said. You, it won't work. He said, avarice, ambition, revenge, gallantry, listen to this, will break the strongest cords of our Constitution as a whale goes through a net. What's the Constitution? We're going to stand on the Constitution. We should stand on the Constitution. Because the Constitution backs up the Bible. But if all you have is a document, when will they burn? When will the Smithsonian be burned? That houses the documents and the Declaration of Independence and the Constitution. Oh, they'd never do that. Sure. Y'all hear me or not? Our Constitution was only made for, say it with me, our Constitution was only made for who? A what? Moral and a what? It's wholly inadequate to govern any other. It, the Constitution will not work unless the people are moral and religious. It will not work. It will not work. And we're seeing, we're wondering what happened to our country. What, well, what happened to your country is exactly what he said over the last 40, 50, 60 years, and we see it now rapidly increasing in intensity. Intensity. Going downhill. Pretty scary. An important aspect of the American Constitution is that it has at its basis, man is basically sinful. You can't see that, but man is basically sinful. That's why we have a Constitution. Because man and women are what? We're sinners. We need laws, don't we? Yes or no? How many ran your home with some laws and some rules that you had? Let me see some hands. As a dad and a mom, you just had some rules. Yes or no? Yeah, amen. How do you think it would have worked if you didn't have any? You think it, oh, that'd have been fine. They wouldn't have been fine. It just doesn't work. It's insanity. The United States of America was grounded on the idea of self-government. You can't see it cause the mess up today. America was founded on or was founded on self-government. Say that with me. America was founded on what? Self-government. Self-government doesn't mean this. It doesn't mean I'll vote for somebody to represent me. See, that's what we think. We get us a politician, we vote for that politician all across our country, in our towns, our cities, our states, and we give them the right to represent the people. But the problem is they go up there and they don't represent the people. 
So it can't mean that totally. No, it, it should mean that. It should mean they represent us based on the Bible and based on that own respect for us. Yes or no? But they don't. But self-government really means this. Put it up. Somewhere. I can tell you what it means. Self-government means for you and me to govern ourselves. That's what self-government means. Self, it's like you brushing your teeth. I'm not brushing your teeth for you. Let your teeth fall out. I could care less. Got it? If somebody's brushing your teeth, who's going to do it? You are. I can't micromanage your life. Nobody can. Parents can only do so much. Honestly, they say after about first three, four years, five years old, old of a child, he's already got so much built into him on how he's going to behave and respond. That early child rearing is huge. Amen, say. But all the way through. So we need to have self-government. That's what John Adams was saying. He's saying if we don't govern ourselves, if we don't govern ourselves, the Constitution of this country will not work. Did you hear me? It's being tested right now, isn't it? Yes or no? And here's the funny thing. We want to blame it on Trump because that's who we are as a people. We are blamers. Instead of taking personal responsibility, we want to blame somebody. Listen, if you burn down a building, you did it. Got it? Yes or no? If you cheat on your wife, guess who did it? You did it. If you cheat on your husband, guess who did that? You did it. Y'all hear me or not? If you steal something from Target, guess who did it? Y'all listening or not? Say Personal responsibility. That's what America was founded on. Do the right thing. Y'all hear me or not? Yeah, pray. I, you're, you're, you're crazy. <laughs> this should be a message that is so elementary in our country it ain't even funny. I shouldn't even have to get up and talk about it. It's sad. That's why the founders based our government on Old Testament Hebrew law and the what? The ten what? Don't have any other gods before you. Number one. Don't make any idols. Don't make it. You know what we've done today? Now we make idols out of, uh, out of sports stars and Hollywood stars. The dumbest thing you'll ever do. And political heroes, by the way. That's pretty dumb, too. No idols. Number three. Don't take God's name in vain. Hush your mouth. Number four. Keep the Sabbath holy. Get up and go to church. Honor the Lord. Number five, honor your father and mother. Respect your mother. Respect your father. Number six, don't kill. Don't kill. Don't murder. Number seven, don't cheat on your wife and don't cheat on your husband. If you're going to do that, don't get married. How about that? Don't drag somebody through the gutter with your crappy life. Number eight, don't steal. Number nine, don't lie. My, get the little lie. Our country's not going to work if people keep lying. Number ten, don't covet. People run political campaigns now on taking from other people and putting other people down because they've made money in their life. Did y'all just hear what I said or not? Almost all those ten commandments are just blatantly being violated today in our country. Yes or no? Yes or no? And this country won't work. Oh, and by the way, you can't put those up anywhere. That's you separation of church and state. No. If we don't do it, it's the ruination of our nation. 
If we don't do it, we're doomed as a people. You understand? That's a tough message, ain't it? I've been watching a lot of boxing. That's probably why I'm not <laughs> with me. That's why the believing the Bible and morality was absolutely undeniably encouraged. If we don't govern ourselves and our families, there will be no what? Yes or no? Amen. Say. This won't work. There will be no more freedom. And there will be what? <laughs> Welcome to America. What are you going to do? I don't like you, Clark. I don't believe that. Good. Do it your way then. See how it works. Raise your family the way you want to raise your family. And let's see how it works out for you. It won't work. We're at a tipping point now. It's time to turn or burn. Turn back to the, to the Lord and, and this nation or this country will burn. That's where we're at. And I, this isn't like me. I love our country. It's not about loving the country. It's about are we going to love the Lord our God with all our heart, soul, and mind, and are we going to love our neighbors ourselves? That means His laws, and that means respect for people. Amen? That's bottom line. That's what it means. All right. So, the federal government is not the most important thing. The federal government is not the most important thing. Self-government is. If you're waiting on the federal government to fix all of America's problems, you are just smoking some serious dope. The only thing that will fix America is you. 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 You in your home. But you making decisions in your life. I'm the biggest sinner I know. Because I know everything about me. You're the biggest sinner you know. Why don't you work on you? And I work on me. I get right with God. You get right with God. And one by one, America gets right with God. But just pulling the... Oh, federal government will fix it. One more law. Do you think one more law is going to fix this country? Yes or no? Say. Yes or no? Amen. Have we lost our mind? We need God. We need Him. We need to govern ourselves. It's all through the Bible. Keep looking, buddy. What do we got, Raj? What's the purpose of civil government? We'll just take a couple of things. I had a lot of Scripture. Whew, I'm wore out. What's the purpose of our law enforcement? To be God's servant to restrain evil. That's why we have law enforcement. Okay? To be God's servant to reward good. So what does law enforcement do? They restrain evil and they reward what? Good. That's why they're there. That's why they're there. What's the Bible say? Let every soul be subject to the higher powers. But there's no power of God. There's no power but of God. The powers that be are ordained of God. Whosoever therefore resists the power or authority, resists the ordinance of God, and they that resist shall receive to themselves. What's the word? Damnation. Now, God's word trumps corrupt policy. You understand that, yes or no? Why then, Clark, did you keep the church open? Because the Bible tells me that we're not to forsake the assembling of ourselves together as the manner of some is. So much more as you see the day approaching. It's in the Bible. That's what the Bible says. Now, whether you want to come or not, that's up to you. 
But as a pastor, I'm going to leave our church open. That's what we did. How'd you come to that conclusion, Clark? It was based on the Scripture. I believed that if people are going to go to Walmart, I think I should give them a chance to come to church. If you can go to a liquor store and buy a lottery ticket somewhere, I believe you should be able to go to church. Yeah, it's just simple. It's simple. Yeah. So I had people call me in embarrassment and they quoted these scriptures. Okay? Like I'm not obeying the authority. Oh, and then guess what? Oh, and then my authority, the governor said churches are essential. And then our sheriff, our authority said churches are essential. But they never apologized to me. That's what people do. They just run their mouth. And don't know the Bible. Rulers are not a terror to good works, but to evil. Will thou then not be afraid of the power? I want to give you some advice, some strong advice. I'm going to be ugly today. I may as well go ahead and be ugly, okay? If you get pulled over, I don't think you should pull the taser out of the cop's pocket. And then shoot him with it, okay? I mean, that's just like a little common sense 101. What the Bible says, don't resist the power. Okay? Not, here's the thing. When you resist, you've also got fallen people on the other side as police officers. That's not Jesus you're talking to. Those are still sinners too. And you might do things to them and you say, well, they shouldn't do it back. Well, they just might. Think about it, Jacob. I mean, Caleb, I'm sorry. Jacob means trickster. You got a better name. Here we go. Wilt thou then not be afraid of the power, or do that which is good? Thou shalt not have praise of the same. Look at this, what the Bible calls police officers and people in leadership. Look at this. He is the what? He's the what? Excuse me. He's the what? He's the minister of God to thee for what? How many would say, I have certainly changed my behavior somewhere in my life because I saw a cop? How many would say that? I saw that cop, but I changed my behavior. I got pulled over one time because I saw a cop and I put on my seatbelt. I put on my seatbelt. I see him and I go, whoop! And he pulls me over for not having a seatbelt on. I said, I saw you and I put the seatbelt on. Isn't that a good thing? Don't I get some points for that? How many have done the same thing? Say amen. It's like, see what I'm saying? That's right. That's right. But if thou do which is evil, be afraid. Yes or no? If we ever lose it in this country where you're afraid to break in a building or burn a building down because nothing's going to happen to you, or you can actually go with a group and tear down the statue of Francis Scott Key who wrote the, the, the uh, national anthem. If you ever feel so emboldened that you can do that, our country is in trouble. This is the Bible. If you, don't, if you do that which is evil, be afraid, for he bears not the sword in vain. He is the minister of who? I wish cops would have people stand up before him like me and say, you're the minister of God. You're the minister of God. You're not pieces of crap. We appreciate you. We believe in you because right there the Bible says so. We need you. We need, don't quit. Please don't quit. We need you. Amen. Say I never thought I'd stand up and say this. They're a revenger to execute what? What? 
That's a pretty strong word in the Bible, isn't it? So this is who, we, who, we, who they are. And i got lots on this. You must needs be subject not only for wrath's sake, but also your what? See, when we lose our conscience, because that's what the Bible does for you, it gives you, it quickens your conscience, you see. But when your conscience is not there, then that's when they show up. But we need a nation whose conscience is working. Where is the conscience of America? Where is the conscience of America? The conscience of America comes from the laws of Almighty God. For this cause, pay tribute or taxes. Some people have been saying, stop paying your taxes. If these cops aren't going to be there, if they defund the police, they're saying across the country now, all right, then I won't pay my taxes. You know why? Because that's why you pay your taxes. Did y'all know that or not? Say, how do these people get paid? They get paid from us. If us stop paying, we ain't going to have them. And so if we don't have them, why are you paying? This is a mess. Is it a mess or what? Say, not some small thing, guys. For this cause, pay your taxes. They're God's ministers. They're, content, they're attending continually upon this very thing. How many ever called 911 before? Let me see some hands. How many somebody showed up when you called 911? That was nice, wasn't it? Can we thank the Lord for 911? How about that? We're done. We have a lot more message. Render therefore all their dues. Tribute to whom tribute dues. Custom to whom custom. Fear to whom fear. Honor to whom what? Honor to whom what? It's a good thing to tell a police. I we just talk a little bit about the police today, but because that's in the message. But it's a good thing to walk up to them and say, I appreciate you and I appreciate your service. Yes or no? Amen. Sure. I think it's a great thing to do. All right, let's go ahead and get on up on our feet. I had a lot more scripture. I got a whole section on how should a Christian behave. Roger, we'll make sure we hit that in the next service. A whole section on how a Christian should behave. So if you want to stay with me, I'll do that part next service. I'd love to have you. But it's going to be on how Christians behave. It's from Romans, okay? And uh, just anyway, we're going to continue. We'll go back a little bit, and then we're going to hit that part. Whoa, I am lit up today. You know what lights me up? Tear down the, tear down the, the statue of the guy that wrote the, deck, uh, the uh, Star Spangled Banner. Let's sing it. Oh, say can you see by the dawn's early light what so proudly we hailed at the twilight's last gleaming whose broad stripes and bright stars through the perilous fight or the ramparts we watched were so gallantly streaming and the rocket's red glare the bombs bursting in air gave proof through the night that our flag was still there Oh, say does that star-spangled banner yet wave O'er the land of the free And the home of the brave
Praise the Lord. Let's close. Thank you for being here. I wouldn't want you to leave here lost, guys. Jesus loves you. I know this message has been on this, and I understand. But the bottom line is this church exists so that you won't go to hell.